Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Good afternoon or evening, wherever you're at listening to Calvary Live. We're so glad that you're tuned in to today's program. So blessed to be with you on this Monday. So give us a call. You just heard the call-in number is 303-690-3000. And so we invite you to call in and ask questions about the Bible or Christian living or perhaps uh, how do we view certain things that we see going on around us? And there's a lot going on, isn't there? And as Christians, we can wonder, we can uh, talk to people who are confused and wanting to know uh, what's going on. Where's everything headed? You and I have the privilege of having God's Word, and we get to give them guidance and direction and truth and light. And I think that people are looking for truth. They're looking for light. They just don't know where to find it. And so we have opportunity in the next hour to just talk about the things of the Lord, go to the Word of the Lord. Also, we invite you to call in with your prayer requests. So you got all open lines right now. Give me a call at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and love to talk to you. want to welcome all those who are listening in on Grace FM uh, today, it's Monday, President's Day. I know it's a holiday. Perhaps you got the day off or just a day off from school. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, we got this cold weather coming in that much of the country is going to be hit with this Arctic blast and uh, some snow. And and so uh, the Lord will get us through this. Uh, we want you to be careful as you're out and as uh, perhaps the snow will be uh, present here along the front range or listening area for the next few days, and we'll get through it. And uh, we know that uh, the mountains will get a lot of snow, so the skiing's going to be good, and and uh, it'll be good for our watershed. So three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the call in number. Give me a call. We've got all open lines. Grab one of those open lines early, and love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. There is a way for you to communicate to us. Uh, another number you can uh, you can use for a text is a text line, and that is seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven, and that's for texting only. You can text in a prayer request or a question. I want to remind you that that is open for uh, you to text in a prayer request anytime, twenty four seven, and the prayer team and the staff at uh, Calvary Church in Aurora, where Grace FM. Uh, is located and originates from, they will uh, be praying for you. And I think it's a wonderful resource. So love to talk to you. We also want to welcome all those who are listening live on Radio by Grace, that you too can call. Uh, many of uh, the stations, Radio by Grace, are located in the South, in uh, Atlanta, and New Orleans, and in Alabama, and Louisiana, and all throughout the country, in Florida. Uh, you guys are going to have warm weather, and I have a daughter in Florida, and it's going to be uh, around 90, 85 to 90 this week. And I think about how it's going to be 10 below here. That's 100 degrees difference. So you guys are blessed, and, and we're just um, just 
uh, going to be cold while you guys are going to be hot. So it seems like it's feast or famine, right? But we welcome you. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you guys by radio from Grace. You guys are uh, a wonderful, wonderful addition to Calvary Live. We want to also welcome all those who are listening online and you're listening from different parts of the country. Anywhere in the United States, you can give us a call at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. We got all open lines. Give me a call. Hey, let's talk about the things of the Lord. And to remind you that this is your show. This is uh, where you, the listener, get to call in and ask questions and ask for prayer. And we talk about the things of the Lord. So give me a call. Love to hear from you. And then also we have international listeners. We have one uh, that is listening from Ukraine. We do want to pray for uh, the people of Ukraine. We're going to do that in just a minute. And we are thinking of you guys in Ukraine. We are praying for you, the Christians there, as you're facing um, a possible invasion, uh, is what the diplomats are saying from around the world and the world leaders that um, that imminent invasion of Russia is going to take place. And so we're praying for you guys. We're thinking of you guys. It's been a very difficult season for Christians that are in uh, the Far East and um, you know different parts of the world, Afghanistan, what we've seen, the upheaval in the Middle East. And so we want to pray for you that are in Ukraine as well. want to also welcome, give a shout-out to those listening on Hope FM and Truth FM as well. And uh, you are a week delayed as you're listening to the program on those radio uh, stations. And we invite you to call in at that number I just gave to you. we got two open lines, 303-690-3000. But give me a call. You guys have been a part of Calvary Live for a few years now. So glad to have you on the East Coast join us. So everyone who's listening in today, we just ask that you would um, just, um, you know, uh, just... We're excited about what the Lord has for us and so excited to be a part of your lives. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, and I am with you on Mondays and Tuesdays. So glad to host you on this uh, President's Day. And so we want to pray for, as I said, the people of Ukraine. Father, as we see and hear the news of um, what looks like an imminent invasion of Ukraine, we pray for uh, the people of Ukraine. Um, and it's a very difficult, very stressful time for them. Uh, Lord, we know that you're in control, and I just pray that you would uh, somehow work. And for the Christians there, as they make a stand for you, and uh, Lord, that they would be strong in Christ, that you would bring protection. Lord, um, it's hard to know what to pray in this time, but Lord, we even pray that um, you can do anything, and to hold the soldiers back. Um, I pray for protection upon Ukraine, Eastern Europe. But, Lord, um, we just commit all this to you. And, Lord, we know that the Bible has a lot to say about the nations raging and in the last days and how it's perilous times, and that there's going to be perplexity of nations with uh, distress. And uh, we're going to see the upheaval, and all of it is leading to something that will lead to your return, your son's return, and the kingdom of God. And we look forward to that. But in the meantime, we just lift up the people of Ukraine to you, and uh, we just uh, lift them up, and we do pray for peace. Uh, We do pray for this uh, crisis to be resolved. 
but whatever happens, that they'll be turning to you and trusting to you in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Chris and Centennial. Chris? Sir. Chris, you're on Calvary Live. How's it going? I am good. How are you today? I'm, I've been better, but I'm doing okay. Okay. How can we, how can we pray for you and minister to you? Well, um, uh, without going into massive details, because it'll take too long, um, my, uh, my wife and I, after um, 13 years together, had decided to uh, mutually separate back in October. And um, I spent uh, two and a half months pushing away whenever she wanted me to fight. And uh, God kind of got a hold of me at the end of December after missing Christmas with my kids and her to fight and has transformed my life in a massive way. However, now she is at the point where she is not wanting to, to try. Um, and I'm, I'm wanting prayer for God to speak to her and to show her the change in me and for us to continue to work on this to, to renew and restore our marriage for our children and for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking you were talking about, you know, to fight for your marriage, and, and we're called to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I think about in Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 4, the people were so discouraged. It seemed hopeless, and there was rubble all over the place. And you know how Nehemiah was sent to build the wall around Jerusalem, and Jerusalem mm-hmm. had been in rubble since Nebuchadnezzar came in in 586 B.C. and destroyed Solomon's temple and destroyed the city. And here it is, 445 B.C., um, and you know, 140 years later, it still was in rubble. And as the people are, are doing this, they said, it's too hard. It's too hard. We can't mm. do this. And Nehemiah, in chapter 4, he says this, and I looked and arose, and he's speaking to the families there, to the nobles, to the leaders, to the rest of the people. Don't be afraid of them because the, they were a lot of discouragement and the enemy coming against them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and for your houses. And I just want to encourage you, Chris, fight for your spouse, fight for your children, fight for your marriage, and fight it. You know, our weapons aren't carnal, but in the Spirit, in prayer, in the Word of God, right. and and to tell her that I want to fight for you, and we're going to pray for your wife that she will— you guys, they'll be coming together, and and to for the Lord to restore and to heal, and there be forgiveness because He does want to do that work, and He's great and awesome, and He's the one that is um, able to do that to bring that healing that you need. So, Father, I pray for Chris as he has just said he desires to fight for his marriage, and I pray he would be like Nehemiah that. Uh, just that uh, the enemy comes and discourages him and his wife. And, Lord, I just pray that um, they would come together, look into you, desiring to, to, Lord, receive healing and forgiveness and restoring their marriage. And I pray you give Chris wisdom as he speaks to his wife, that you administer to her heart, that you would soften her heart, and, Lord, that um, you would speak to her clearly 
and that there be coming together a healing in every way. And Lord, whatever um, that they need, um, that you would provide for them and that you would bring them together because you're the one that ordained marriage. Um, you're the one that uh, establishes the marriage and you're the one that brings families together. And I pray that you'd bring this family together in one, in Christ. And so I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. amen. Chris, we'll be praying, okay? Thank you very much. You bet. Hang in there. Keep praying. You know, I was reading Malachi today. We're going to do Malachi on Wednesday. Um, and Malachi uh, talks about uh, marriage and, and how God views it as a holy institution, and it is. And, um, and so, you know, he's the one that defines marriage, that a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, is what Genesis 2 tells us. And, and so we, we want to pray for your marriage if you need prayer. Um, God is the one that can bring healing and restoration in your marriage, and it is a holy institution that he's established. So um, you fight for your marriage. Guys, fight for your family. Fight for your children. Um, and uh, allow the Lord to do that work that he wants to do in your lives. Hey, we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line 720-336-0897. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on this cold, at least here in Colorado, and much of the nation's got this cold blast coming through, President's Day, but so glad to be with you. And we can warm our hearts with the things of the Lord and encouraging one another with the Word of God, and let's do that. So give me a call. love to hear from you. In the meantime, we're going to go to Memphis, Tennessee. Kendall? Kendall? Yes, I'm here. You're on Calvary Live. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. What can we do for you? Yeah, it is. So what can we do for you today? Well, yes, I just needed some prayer because of the relationship that I am in. Um, um, Well, this this man, he is is really a good man, but um, before before me, he has lived a life of crimes and and things like that and I don't know if he's been fully introduced properly to God yet and um now we're actually seeing each other and dating and stuff like that and I know as our job as Christians is to deal with people like this um but I just had to come to you for prayer because he's he's been saying you know like I know it's a lot of stuff that I want to do with my life and he wants so bad to contribute, but he wants to do do like bad things, like criminal things, to do those things for me. And I'm telling him, no, you should do things the right way. If if you're gonna do that for me, then I don't want it. And um, this guy, I I really do see beauty in him. I do see good in him, and I I just don't know what to do. So I just came to mm-hmm. you guys for yeah. guidance. Yeah. And, you know, certainly we'll pray for you. You know, you said it as you began to, um, to, you know, kind of tell me the situation that he's a good man, but is he a godly man? And that's what you want to really consider when you're in a relationship. And, um, 
you know, he is talking about things that um, is not of the Lord. And so that's a warning sign to you right now. And we are to minister to those. You know, God can reach um, anyone, and there's forgiveness, and we are to minister to others. But it doesn't mean that you have to date him, okay? That what you're to do is trust in the Lord, um, and you are to wait for that godly man to come along. And I would encourage you in that, um, to wait for that man who's going to do what is right, because he's going to be called to lead. And and that's what God has called us as men uh, when it comes to if you uh, are in a relationship where, you know, marriage is in a sight or, um, you know, where you're moving in that direction, is he going to lead you in a godly way? Is he going to lead you in a way that he's going to do what is right? Is he going to be praying for you? Is he going to be encouraging you in the things of the Lord? But if he's wanting to do things that, you know, is criminal and things like that, it's going to lead to a life of just, um, it, you know, of disasters, what it's going to do. So he may be, in your eyes, there's beauty in him. He, You may say he's a good man, but to really look at it through the spiritual lens that God wants you to. Is he a godly man? Does he love the Lord? Is he wanting to do what is right in the sight of the Lord? And if he isn't, doesn't mean you can't minister to him, but when it comes to dating and having that relationship, you're not to be unequally yoked, is what the Scripture says. And there's warning there. And here's the thing to re- to remember, Kendall, that God doesn't tell us these things to be a killjoy. He's not trying to make your life boring or to keep you from having, you know, being happy in a relationship. He He's telling you these things because he doesn't want you to get hurt. And he doesn't want you to go down a road when there's warning signs. And so you really want to be careful. You want to step back. You want to look at this through the lens of Scripture and to to wait for that godly man to come into your life. Because I understand it's hard to be young. It's hard to be single. Uh, we want to, you know, young people want to have relationships, somebody that um, they can have in their life, but wait for the right person. There's a difference between Mr. Right and Mr. Right Now, okay? And you wait for that godly man, and you wait on the Lord and trust in him that he can bring you somebody. But if you are pursuing a relationship where, you know, there's going to be sin and carnality and things like that, it's going to bring hurt, and it's going to bring discouragement and defeat into your life, and it's going to bring pain into your life, not because I say so, because the Lord says so in his word, okay? Okay, and thank you so much. Right. You know, Kendall, I, really I know. That. Yeah, I know these are hard words and the emotions get involved in it, but you've got to look at it from the Lord's perspective. And he gives us his word because his ways are right and and his ways are true. And he doesn't want you to get hurt. He has the very very best for you. So, you know, Kendall, get involved in a church where, you know, you can grow with uh, other believers. You can grow with sisters in the Lord that will encourage you and other women that will pray for you, but also where perhaps that you'll be able to meet a godly man and to, to wait on the Lord to do that work because he can do that work and and just to trust in him and just rest in what he's doing in your life. So, Father, I pray for Kendall as, as she's in a relationship with someone that, that uh, is 
talking about sin and carnality and criminal activity, but Lord, I pray for Kendall that she would look at this through your perspective, through your word. And Lord, um, I just pray that she would have wisdom and discernment and to wait on you. And Lord, the emotions get involved. Uh, everything else is is there. And people that are single, young, can't can be lonely. But Lord, that she would grow in her relationship with you. She would wait for that man that's going to lead her and guide her. And Lord, that um, is going to pursue the things that are right. And I just pray that you would just help her to stand firm in you, to develop relationships that are healthy and good in the Lord. And uh, she would have those in her life that are going to encourage her. I thank you that she called today. And I thank you that she found us here on Calvary Live. But Lord, I just pray that you would just help her to be strong and wise in this this situation in her life, uh, in this relationship. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Kendall, thank tr- you so much. You trust the Lord, okay? You wait on him. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And the text line is 720-336-0897. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He has the very best for us. And sometimes people say, I'm waiting. I've been waiting so long. Listen, I, I understand. There have been things that I've been praying about in my own life um, and, and for people that I love very much that, that we've been waiting. We've been waiting for a long time in those things. But we're going to trust in the Lord. And we're going to rest in his love. And he promises that as we wait on him, that he'll be good to us, that he will give us rest, and he'll be compassionate to us. And it's hard to wait on the Lord because we live in a world where we want things instantly. But um, let him work. And and don't move ahead of the Lord. Um, and to be wise and discerning, and decisions that we make, and sometimes that includes waiting, and it's not always easy. But I just want to encourage everyone, whatever it is that you're praying about, going through that. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. So we got an open line. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Matthew. Hi, how you doing? Hey, I'm, I'm good, Matthew. How are you? I'm good, brother. Thank you for having me on. Um, so my question is, why is it that um, in churches nowadays, and most of them, people teach that sickness and disease is a way that God is that God is using it to to make you stronger, to bring you closer to Him, to teach you a lesson? But nowhere in the Bible do you ever see Jesus tell anybody that. You know, he's using that sickness to bring them closer to him or that that sickness is for a bigger purpose. You know, that that's never his intention. And yet we see in churches, pastors teach that sickness is, that healing is not for everybody, that, you know, sometimes God will use a sickness to better you or something, but that's not biblical at all. The only thing try to say to go against that is they try to mention Peter's thorn in the flesh, but even that, that wasn't even an infirmity. So I guess I wanted to know, like, you know, what's your take on this? Because it's frustrating when I hear a pastor say that because that leads to many people believing they can't be healed. 
Um, I'm not sure where you're going with all of this, but it wasn't Peter that had a thorn in the flesh. It was Paul that had the thorn in the flesh. And that that thorn was a tent stake, and it was painful, and he asked for healing. He doesn't say what it was, and and I'm kind of glad he didn't because we can have a thorn in the flesh, but it seems to indicate some kind of physical infirmity. And um, as he asked for healing, the Lord said, my grace is sufficient. When it comes to healing, God does heal, but it's a sovereign work of God, and he doesn't heal everyone who prays for healing. Over the years of ministry, we have prayed for people to be healed of sickness and disease, of cancer, and the Lord brings healing eventually. It might mean that he takes them home to be with him, but he has also healed people. I don't understand everything, why God heals sometimes and sometimes he doesn't, but we trust him and we can go to him and we can, um, we're invited to ask for healing, but he doesn't heal every single time. There are those of the faith teachers that are on TV that say, well, you know, if you're not healed because you don't have enough faith or you have sin in your life or something like that. And that's a very cruel thing to say because that's not biblical. God heals and he brings healing to us. We can ask for healing, but it's a work that he does. And we can go in faith and ask Jesus Christ to heal. But there's been many people that we have prayed for, and we have prayed and prayed and prayed, and God did not heal them physically in this lifetime. He took them home, and he chose to take them home, and that's the sovereign choice of the Lord. So healing is a part of God's work. We see him. Um, we know that in John chapter 9, that um, when the man who was born blind, that Jesus would say that I'm going to heal, that the works of God should be revealed in him. And we don't chase after miracles. We know that God heals. But the thing is, in that healing, that God can reveal his grace and his power and his mercy to us. And, and I'm thankful that God heals um, and I'm thankful that he works miracles, and I'm thankful that he can reveal his goodness and his power in that way. But I don't understand the sovereignty of God when it comes to healing and everything. I don't understand why he heals sometimes, why he doesn't. But I do know this, that one day we're all going to be together and we're going to say, righteous and true are your decisions, O Lord. Righteous and true are your decisions. And and he sovereignly um, is working in people's lives. It's like any other situations that we come when we have need or we, you know, other things. We pour out our heart to the Lord, and uh, sometimes he says no, and and other times he works in a mighty way. Other times he says wait. So that's what the healing is, you know, what we face, and we can go to him and ask for healing and keep asking for him. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. Healing is something that God can do, and we can ask Him and we pray. Um, sometimes uh, I've heard, um, uh, and um, you know, people say, "Well, if God doesn't heal, He didn't answer a prayer." He answers. Sometimes He says, "No, I'm not going to." And God can't be glorified. God can be glorified. He can be glorified as a testimony of one who perhaps is sick and and uh, is afflicted with a disease, that as they're praising God and have the testimony of God, as they're a witness of God, God can be glorified. He's glorified 
Jesus said, Father, glorify me as I glorify you when he was speaking about his death. And God can be glorified in that. And we are going to be glorified as we will go to heaven and be with him. And it's the work that he does. But um, sometimes he says no, and he does answer prayer. Sometimes that answer is no. So um, I don't want people to think that because God doesn't heal that he's indifferent to you or doesn't care about you or, you know, there's sin in your life that you don't know about or you don't have enough faith. Um, we can go to him as a child of God and ask for healing and ask for that. And that's what he wants to do. Hey, we are at the break. I believe we got um, two open lines. So give me a call. Love for you to call me. 303-690-3000 is the only break of the show. And we're going to be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. I pray you're warm and that you're safe on this Monday afternoon. It's President's Day. You had the day off and had a time of just uh, to relax, to be refreshed. I pray that uh, you were able to do that, and um, we do want to pray for our country. Uh, I think about that on President's Day. There's so much to pray about. And, Father, we do ask that you would just, we pray for our leaders. We pray um, for our country, our nation that seems to be getting further away from you. And, Lord, we pray for a revival. We know that's the answer, the gospel for this nation, for the world. And, and that there be an outpouring of your Holy Spirit and our leadership and, and Lord, in all aspects of our nation, that we would not um, ignore you. You have blessed us. We need your help. And so, Lord, we just lift up our nation to you. I pray that um, the gospel would spread and, and that, Lord, that um, you would heal our land as we turn to you. And we just just lift up our nation to you in every way. And uh, when it comes to, Lord, just opening up our eyes to recognize our need for you. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. So 303-690-3000, we got two open lines. Give me a call. I just gave you the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Just wanted to remind you very quickly, and then we're going to go back to the phone lines, that on Sunday here at Calvary Greeley, we are continuing our study in the book of Daniel. We just finished chapter 1. On Sunday, we're going to be looking at chapter 2, which is called The Foundation of Bible Prophecy. And so join us for that if you're in the Greeley area here in northern Colorado. Services at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. We have our website, calvarychapelgreeley.org. That's O-R-G. And you can uh, look and be reminded again of the service times. You can get directions. But also we have online that is at 9.30 and 11 that you can watch online. And also anyone who's listening here to Calvary Live, if you're interested in that study, it's an incredible study. The book of Daniel's called, been called the most fascinating book in all of the Bible. Very important for us to understand Daniel's prophecies 
as we look at end-time prophecy because he speaks into the future about the things that will take place in the latter days. And so we are going to be looking at that, and you can join us uh, on live stream 930 and 11 at Calvary Chapel Greeley. Greeley is G-R-E-E-L-E-Y dot O-R-G. We welcome you to that study. Uh, give me a call. we got two open lines. Love to to talk with you. Maybe perhaps you've been wanting to call in and the lines get very busy during the week. And maybe as we uh, have those open lines, you say, hey, I want to grab one. I've had a question I've been wanting to ask, or I got a prayer request. Please do so. Um, and uh, we are going to um, have plenty of time to be able to to take your phone call. Let's go to McCry in Greeley. McCry, did I say that right? McCry, are you there? Okay, he had been waiting. He wanted a prayer request. We're going to go ahead and pray for him. And um, and just going through a difficult time uh, with a relationship that has broken up. And um, so, um, you know, if you have opportunity, McCry, to call back and, and just give you some scripture, we'd be happy to do that. But in the meantime, we're going to pray for you. That, Father, I pray for... Um, McCry, I just pray that you would help him as he's gone through a very hurtful time uh, with a breakup, uh, very discouraged. I I pray that uh, you would just uh, bring strength to him, uh, bring healing to him, bring wisdom to him. You know the situation. I just pray that you would uh, be the lifter of his head. And it can be very painful to go through a breakup and something like this, but Lord, uh, you know where he's at. You know the circumstances. I just pray that you speak to his heart on this matter. And, Lord, help him move forward day by day and bring the healing he needs, the comfort he needs, the wisdom and strength that he needs in this time in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, I believe we got all open lines, so grab one of those open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven is the text line, and um, love to talk to you and and um, just uh, be able to encourage you. Uh, one of the text questions that came in is why is it important for us to be looking for the Lord's return? Uh, because Jesus said that we are to do that, and we are to uh, be looking for the Lord's return because uh, He wants us. The, a third of the Bible is prophecy. And Jesus said, you be the wise and faithful servant that's looking for the master's return. So that's a commandment. It's not a suggestion. Uh, because I come at a time that you do not know. And the rapture of the church, there's no prophecies that proceed right now. The The rapture of the church can happen at any moment. It is a signless event, a very specific event. When we talk about the second coming of Jesus Christ, there's two aspects. There's the rapture of the church, and then there's the second coming where he comes literally, physically, at the end of the tribulation period, and he touches down. But it's important for us to be wise and discerning in the days in which we are in. And and one of the things that John says in his epistle, that he who has this hope, that is, of seeing the Lord, purifies himself. So we are to be wise, we're to be watching, we're to occupy till he comes, but it also has a purifying effect on our lives. That as we really believe that perhaps today, maybe today the Lord can come back for us. And, and tomorrow isn't promised to any of us anyway. But to come, he may return today, later, tomorrow. We don't know the day or the hour. Um, 
But as we're living in the expectancy and the imminency of the return of the Lord, it has a purifying effect on our lives. And to to have the mindset and the heart of, Lord, you're coming as soon, and I want to be about the things of the kingdom. I want to invest in the kingdom, occupy till you come, and it helps us keep our eyes on him. So that is one of the reasons why we want to be looking for the return of the Lord, and we want to continue growing in the Lord and serving him and being used of the Lord. I, I don't care for when there are Christian leaders that say we don't need to be looking for the Lord or the return of the Lord because um, it's not important or it, it should not be really a part of our lives. Jesus said it should be. And he spoke a lot about waiting for the Lord, looking for the Lord, and be watching and waiting. It's one who is wise. Like I said, it's a commandment that is given to us. Hey, we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the calling number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Julian. Hi there. Julian, um, how are you? How hear? are you? Yep, I am. Thanks for calling. Uh, I love your show, and uh, Thank you. but I don't get to listen to it all the time. But a couple weeks ago, I was driving and heard someone calling about cremation. I uh, really appreciate the answer. I think it might have been Mr. Taylor, though. But anyway, uh, my question is just some biblical thoughts about donating my body to science. Now, eventually, I would either be cremated or buried, mm-hmm. but donating my body to science— um, seeming at that time that it's appropriate, but giving written instructions to that to the extent that it's appropriate. Uh, and I just was wondering about that. If you're wondering if it's biblical, if is that okay for a Christian to do that? Is that yeah, what you're I guess wondering? What I'm saying is I don't see, I mean, the answer about cremation, about I thought that the idea about cremation that I really appreciated was dust to dust. You're just hurrying up the process. And eventually, right. that's what would occur to me or be buried. But in the interim, for a short time, my body would be used for science. You know, mm-hmm. a, a medical student at a medical center, that's the specific thought I had. Um, yeah. It, yeah, and, you know, th- th- those are those questions because, you know, we live in a day and age, and it's not just, you know, for science, but perhaps uh, people wonder about not just only cremation or can I give my body, you know, over to science to do the study? Or, you know, what about uh, organ transplant? Is it okay to do that? And sure. the Bible doesn't the Bible doesn't specifically address those things. Here's the thing to remember, and it comes to cremation, you know, or any of those things, that sometimes people say, well, you can't, you can't be cremated because I've even had people call and said that they're, uh, you know, were told that uh, they they go to hell if they were cremated. The Bible doesn't say that. Yeah, it's it's putting fear. It's not biblical. The Bible says it's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. And, and think about it. Can you imagine going to heaven because you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? To be absent from a body is to be present with the Lord. And then you go there and the Lord says, oh, sorry, your family chose to have you cremated. Um, it, that That's not the Lord. Um, and it is faith in Jesus Christ that saves us, number one, as we talk about this. Second of all, you know, it's praying about, Lord, um, would you have me do this? Now, when it comes to the resurrection, the resurrection is not just about eternal life. It's eternal life, 
with a new resurrected body. Our bodies are going to be resurrected to where we're going to have a new heavenly body. And so when it comes to, you know, organ transplants, all those things, to science, the Lord knows where those things are, where the organs are, what they use them for. And so really it's just to pray to the Lord and seek him. And, uh, you know, and, you know, he promises that, well, Paul writes in, in Colossians 3, that he'll give you a peace that rules in your heart. So the Bible doesn't really speak about that. But I, I want people to realize that, first of all, they're saved because they're a believer in Jesus Christ. And then, you know, we're appointed once to die. And then the resurrection, how the Lord takes care of all of that in the resurrection, I don't fully understand it, but he does. And he'll raise up every, you know, cell and atom and, and molecule that was in our bodies to have new resurrected bodies. Is that, does that make help out, Julian? Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, I, I've that... been a believer for for many for over forty years in the Lord, and I am I'm comfortable with it. I'm not saying I wouldn't continue to pray about it. As I was thinking about uh, yeah. cremation, and and many some, not many, but some believers that I've respected have been cremated, and mm-hmm. um, I haven't known anybody specifically to science, but I always think about this, and I, like what you just said, how about a a, a Christian who was buried at sea, you know, 100, yeah. 150, 200 years ago, and and who knows what happened to the body, but say possibly, you know, eaten up. The Lord can, yeah, the Lord knows where all that is. And eventually, right. like I said, my body would eventually be cremated and or buried, but in the interim it would be used, uh, even whether it's organ transplant, which I have that in my driver's license, but there's also the possibility mm-hmm. of thinking about donating to science. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, and so I, and I, I think I've never seen anything in the Bible about it, and but I just thought I would like to ask somebody else because I'm not yeah. going to consider myself a theologian um, <laughs> in any way. Yeah. So all right, I think you know, and you know, transplants. I got a relative that just got a heart transplant, and I think about that and that gift of that heart and. Um, it's absolutely amazing. So I think it's just somebody praying and seeking the Lord and having a peace as the Lord speaks to them about those things. But you're on the right track with cremation. Think about all the Christians that were burnt at the stake, you know, and, you you know, that that is something that we need to remember, that uh, the Bible says um, there is a resurrection, but it's appointed once for man to die, then the judgment and what we do for Christ now in this life before we die is what matters. Amen? Amen. Thank you. You bet, Julianne. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Bye now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ray in Atlanta. Ray? Ray, you're on Calvary Live. Oh, this is Ray. Ray, are you there? No, this is Marie. Oh, Marie, New Orleans? Yes. You're on Calvary Live, Marie. Hi. How are you? I am good. What can we do for you? Uh, I'd like prayers for my um, my sons and their wives and my grandchildren. And um, yeah. just learning how to be um, a better mother-in-law and 
there are a lot of challenges, and I consistently try to pray for them. Um, I think that's wonderful, Marie. I'm just not sure what to do with the last situation that I'm involved in, and without going into a lot of details, I just want prayers for them. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. And you continue to pray through the the difficulties and the challenges and, and all that they're going through. Father, I, I just, as Marie calls, she wants pray for prayer for her sons, um, you know, all her family, the marriages, uh, everything that's involved in that. You know the situation. You know every one of them. And, Lord, we just pray that you would just um, minister, draw them all to you, Lord, that you would bring um, that work that that Marie is praying for in this situation. And you know, Lord, her heart. And I just pray that you would work in this family with her kids, her sons. And Lord, I just pray that um, that you would just help Marie to, to rest in your love, to trust in you, to give her wisdom and how to minister to her sons. And Lord, everyone else too, um, the rest of the family, we lift them up to you. We pray for you working and drawing them to you, Lord, drawing them to you and looking to you. And Lord, I just pray that you would give Marie just the comfort she needs, the wisdom she needs, the strength that she needs um, in ministering to her family. I thank you that that they have a mom um, that prays for her kids even as they're adults, even as they go out in the world. And and through it all, a godly mother that is praying for them, I know is a powerful thing. And so, Lord, we just lift up her sons to you. I pray for Marie that you would just bless her and give her peace that passes understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes. Marie? Yes? You keep praying. You keep praying for them, okay? They will do. Thank you. You bet. 303-690-3000. You know, keep praying for your kids as they grow up, they get married, they go through trials, they go through the difficulties, they go through the losses. Um, And I just want to encourage you to do that, to pray for them. And don't stop praying. And even as they perhaps are off in the world or um, as your heart is broken, you just pray that the Lord will bring them back. Because the message to them is that come home. The Lord says, come home. He's, you know, the prodigal teaches us that, that the father received the son. And you pray that, Lord, just draw them to you and bring them home and keep praying and don't stop praying. Not only for our families, but those who are linked to you in your life, those that you care for and that um, that you love. So 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ray. Ray in Atlanta. Yes, this is hi, Ray. Ray, you're on Calvary Live. Yes, I had called in a couple months ago, Pastor, and uh, it's still a prayer request for wisdom. Tomorrow, uh, my wife's cancer, it's got to be reviewed for a different um, game plan, so to speak. The original chemo is not working. We have to stop it, and then we got to uh, we got to try another uh, plan of attack against the enemy, fight him, okay. and get my wife healed from this uh, abdominal cancer. 
Yeah, and I remember that call a couple months ago. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. I do, and we've been praying. We're going to continue to pray, and God invites us to pray. As Father, I pray for Ray, his wife, Esther, that needs, they just need wisdom. But, Lord, for healing. We pray for healing. Uh, we ask that you would be merciful, that you would touch. And, Lord, um, as they have to make decisions, that they would be led by you, that you would speak to their hearts. Uh, you promise as we go to you that you will be a voice saying this is the way. And, Lord, that you would do that. That, Lord, that um, I just pray that you would give Ray the strength that he needs, um, the wisdom that he needs in helping his wife make decisions for her treatment. And, Lord, uh, during a, a sickness, um, when somebody is afflicted by a disease, cancer, it is so hard. It's so taxing. So I just pray for your strength to him, your healing power upon her, Lord, that you would just work and that they would trust in you and what you have and that you would just pour your grace out on them and that you would be compassionate. And, Lord, that you would just draw them to you in every way. And we just lift her up to you. We just pray for your healing touch, wisdom as they make decisions, as they talk with the doctor, um, where to go from here. And, Lord, you would work in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much. I uh, can't give enough words for thanks on something like that. Okay. And. Uh, we're, we're going to keep. Uh, the enemy okay. was just trying to get in my head the other day when he when he I does. was reading one John five fourteen. You read that scripture, you know, where it says, "If you ask anything," uh, mm-hmm. and this is the assurance we have that if we ask anything, but there's a comma. It says, "According to His will." Well, yeah. God's will is to heal. Yeah. Uh, problem is, uh, sometimes, well, like I say, you you can be going through the day, and the enemy will try to attack. And uh, I'm sure his will is is sovereign, no matter what. But I'm praying she gets healed, and I can't wait to give a praise report back to you guys. Okay. And you give us a call, okay? I sure will. And again, your first name, I'm sorry. It's Jeff, Jeff Figs, here in Colorado. Jeff, love you guys. Every time I get a chance to turn you on, I do. Take that next caller. Be blessed, brother. Okay, thank you, Ray. We'll be praying. Hey, let's go to to George in Augusta, Georgia. George? Hey, this is George. Hey, hey, you're on Calvary Live. Thanks. I, and I, I started recent listening to your program just recently, and it's been a real blessing. And so I've, and I've kind of struggled today. I knew I was going to probably try to give you a call. But um, mm-hmm. so I feel like I've been a Christian for for many years, um, and but just recently, for some reason, I just have sort of lost my my assurance, or and I sort of you know feel like <clears throat> I, I've lost my faith in a sense, which makes me think, well, if I've lost my faith, then maybe I've lost my faith. <laughs> I don't know if that makes yeah. any sense, but it it uh, does, you know. And and George, I, I don't mean to cut you off. But having a few minutes, and one of the things you're saying, I don't feel like a Christian. So I want to ask you something, because I want you to be established in the assurance of your salvation. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose from the grave? 
Absolutely. you believe that? Yeah, Absolutely. and 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 that's I'm hearing that. And you've asked Jesus to come into your life, and you've given your life to Jesus Christ. Be established in that, because sometimes we don't always feel like being a Christian. And if we base our Christianity, our faith on just maybe performance or, Lord, I'm not good enough, he did the work. And it is coming in that faith and just coming and surrender that we can be assured that the Word of God is so true. What he says to us is Romans you know, chapter 10 tells us that that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. You believe that in your heart, right? And I, you do. I think you understand, and, I think you understand my struggle. Is, is it, yeah. That there's a, you know, when, you're, when you think that you're not sure, then you go, well, where is my faith? I think, I, you know, yeah. I had faith, and now I feel like I don't have it. But well, I'm hearing faith from you. <laughs> And Jesus said, you can have faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains. Here's the thing. The enemy comes along and says, you're a spiritual waste. You're no good. God doesn't love you. You're not really saved. I've talked to so many people in that, you know, kind of uh, struggle. And, and, And the thing is, you can be assured because the Word of God tells you. And the Word of God trumps our feelings. You know, the enemy's a liar. He's the accuser of the brethren who accuses us day and night. And he was overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of testimony. So when he starts messing with your head and telling you you're not saved and not loved and not forgiven, you can say, I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. I belong to him. You can be assured of your salvation and the word of testimony. He loves me. He loves me in spite of me. And I am forgiven. And there's nothing that will separate me from his love. And I love what Paul writes in that, that that who shall bring a charge against God's elect, he says. It is God who justifies. And and he goes yeah. on, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Yeah. Tribulation, distress, persecution, none of that stuff. Yet in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm persuaded, you know, as he goes through and he says... Nothing will separate us from the love of God. He loves you. He loves you now, and you keep close to him, and you're a child of God, and you are able to cry out, Abba, Father, because you have the spirit of adoption, and be established in your salvation, and don't let the enemy rip you off and tell you that um, that you're not good enough or or that you lost your salvation. Be established in that truth. You are saved as you come to Christ, just as you told me. You have faith. You haven't lost your faith. You have faith because you said, I do believe. I do believe. And so I hope that you're establishing that. And as you're establishing that, listen, enjoy the Lord, okay? Enjoy the Lord. Accept it. Rejoice in it. I don't know why the Lord chose me or, you know, I just rejoice in it. And that causes me to then move forward and just be established in his love and in his word and have that joy and you do those things that the Lord desires for you to do and just learning of him and moving forward, but he loves you. He'll never stop loving you. Okay? I, I, I so appreciate that. And I need to go back and read that scripture that you quoted, and uh, you're right, exactly. So, yeah, read chap- chapter 8 of, you know, the whole book of Romans, you know, established. And here's the thing that Paul, as he gives the theme of the book of Romans, he said that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. 
And that's what justifies us. It's not because of us. It's not in what we do. It's based on what he did. And he loves you, and you can be established in that salvation and move forward in the Lord. But don't let the enemy rip you off any longer, okay? Because, you, you know, a lot of people just struggle with that. And um, and you have that uh, relationship being born again by the Spirit of God. You're in Jesus' hand, and he promises no one will pluck you out of his hand. Nothing will pluck you out of the Father's hand. All right? All right? Yes. Can I pray for yes. you? George? Please, please. All right. Lord, I thank you as we end the show here that George was able to just get encouraged that as he has faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that he was raised from the grave, and as his own personal Lord and Savior, that, Lord, that you would just assure him what your word declares, that he belongs to you, that he is saved, that, Lord, that you would just uh, warm his heart with that, establish him in that truth. And, Lord, um, I just pray that he would be encouraged to move forward in you and for all those who are struggling. We don't base it on our performance. We base it on the cross of Jesus Christ, a surrender to you, and, Lord, and just recognizing our need for you, that you are truly Lord and Savior, that you died for our sins and sit upon the throne of our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, sorry we didn't get to everybody, but I will be back tomorrow at the same time on Calvary Life, so give me a call. And love to talk to you. In the meantime, you have a great evening. Stay close to the Lord. Keep reading His Word. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.